Welcome to another week of the Food Joint Podcast. I'm one of your, your hosts, Mills. I'm your man, P. What's happening, brother? Same old, same old. I can't call it, man. Living a dream. You better know it. What's going on? Working? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Picking Listen, up. Work is definitely not kicking our ass, but we definitely have the mileage mm-hmm. of like the years we've been putting in. Cause we both got like the baby salt and pepper joints going on. I appreciate mine, yo. Yeah, I, like I said, like them joints coming in, they coming in. Listen, I told you once I made it to sit. I promise you, once I made the decision to go back to that, I'm like, I know it's go back to the the insane yeah. kitchen life. I'm like, yeah. I know I'm gonna get cause the whole thing gonna be white. Yeah. But I got good jeans, my regular hair. I don't got no grease. That's cool. So yeah, because I got curse. I got I got some popping in here and there, but like when they pop in, like they be like the long strands. <laughs> I got I got to pull like I'm cool, but I can appreciate it though. No, I mean you wise, I definitely man. can appreciate it. So you mean wise, man? So tales. what's going on? Yeah, tails. Let's get. You got something? I yeah, I do, but I'm not starting again. That's crazy. You might have to start. I gotta think of something. All right, that's cool. Hold me down, man. All right. All right, so this is back when I was at the uh, the hotel, and I was new at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I think this was like, bro, I think this was like my first week. Mm-hmm. So um, my guy, who I was orientating with, real cool guy, he was the, he he took me under his wing. So um, I had never at that time I had never done that level of cooking before, right? Because they hired me for the restaurant, so I was on the line. Mm-hmm. You know, I was, I, I, I can admit it now. I was lazy. I wanted <laughs> to do the minimal amount. Listen, as long as you're I, honest about it. I uh, I didn't want to get thrown into the fire until I was ready. None of that shit. So it's my first week. Work's kicking my ass. Because mm-hmm. I've never worked this hard before. So um, my guy said, hey, look, go across the hall um, in the supply room, it's a desk in there. That was my that was my other homie. He was the supply guy, but he got off work every day at two o'clock. Oh, so he was chilling. So yeah, so he was like, just go sit, go sit at the desk, whatever. Take a break. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm in there doing what he said. So my uh, <laughs> he wasn't my guy back then, but my other guy, the one that called me Chunk, always used to cuss <laughs> me out. Warm up, cook him. <laughs> And another one of my coworkers had, they both were banquets. Mm-hmm. They came in the storeroom to get something to take it back to do a do they thing. I had fallen asleep at the desk. But again, I'm on break. He said, take a break. I'm on break. Mm-hmm. I didn't go over. None. I just dozed off. But the doze off was bad, though. I'm leaning back in the chair. Like, it's bad. So my guy throws a can <laughs> over at the desk. Boom! I jump up. I almost fall out the chair. He's like, yo, what the fuck is you doing? First time he cussed me out. Weekend. What the fuck is you doing? Why you in here sleep? I'm like, no, I'm on my break. Like, he told me I can just come in here and just chill, whatever the case may be. Yo, he was like, yo, you ain't going to be here long. Yo, come on. We out, yo. I ain't even sense to learn this motherfucking name. <laughs> He ain't gonna be here long. <laughs> Unbeknownst to him, I ended up being there for a little minute, five a little over five years. Yeah. And out of everybody we worked with, I was one of the last Mohicans in there with him. Mm-hmm. He actually left before I did. Oh shit! But he had been there ten plus years. All like right. he had time, time in. But I think from the very beginning. Until the very end, I got on his everlasting nerve. I bet. Like, I listen. I know. I know how much of a pain in the ass you were with me. So I can only imagine grown P getting on somebody's nerves. I'm just saying. What do you mean, pain in the ass, bro? You used to harass me, bro, because I wouldn't talk. Okay, so you know what? So the way I was with you is the way he was with me, just like times 10. Okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. Oh, that's your karma. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, <laughs> like, it was times when I'll be coming to work, like, I'm getting my speech prepared because I'm ready to come in here and cuss him the fuck out. 
And did then you, I then I get there and forget anything. <laughs> did you ever bar him up? Once. And it was like I was like fed up. Like I was it was like it was to the point where All right, motherfucker. If he would have if he would have teed off on me, like I would have been ready for it. Or like it was, one, it was one of them Jones. Like or, like I was I was I was like sick and fucking tired. Or well, I mean, listen. Like you like you ain't gonna just keep young bulling me like this. That's funny as shit. But I got another tales for another day. Yeah, on yeah, some yeah. young bullshit, you gonna crack up. Oh, and I don't got nothing to do with him. Hold on to that. We gonna <laughs> put a pin in that. Um, what I got for tales is real quick, but this leads this goes into our conversation. This is part two of the Chef's Golden Rules and Kitchen Etiquette episode. Um, this is working at this French restaurant. Okay. Um had to make soup. So I'm at the point where I'm killing. Like they like, you gotta make the soup for the for the day. So I'm like, oh shit. So I make it. Flavor is good. Had to puree it. So tall pot. It's a lot. So I grab a ladle, start putting it in the blender. So then the chef had me do something. So I tell the sous, I'm like, um, can you blend this for me? And then I'll come back. He's like, sure, I got you. So I come back, come back up. It was two floors. It was like the storage was downstairs. The kitchen was upstairs. Come back upstairs. He like, all right. So I hear it going. Why he didn't have a lid on his blender, I don't fucking know. Mm. He had a towel, which is, this is normal, but for something that hot, you should have the lid. He has a towel covering the lid, and- Wait, it, a what? towel covering the entire Covering, lid, covering the, the actual cup. The, spout. the cup of the, the, the blender. So you know it has like a the picture part of it. So it's just a towel. It's not anything. It's just a towel. So Him, he didn't put the, the cover on it? There was no cover. So all that. Yes. Just a towel. It was the blender wasn't crazy. So listen. So he's holding it. He goes, Oh shit. Moves his fucking hand. As I'm coming up the stairs, bro, that shit scorched earth. On my your face? Face, arms, in my hair, everywhere. Damn. Bro, I couldn't even get mad because I was like searing. I just ran back downstairs, ran, got some water. But you know, in pa- when you panic, you don't think straight. Right. Never mind, this, uh, there was a sink 10 paces away from me. I just was like, oh, there's a sink downstairs. It's the big sink. So, like, I still got red, like, random marks. I still got like marks from it. Mm. There's a mark on my ear. Yo, listen. He's like, man, I'm sorry, man. He kept apologizing. I'm just like, this ain't for me, yo. This ain't for me. And I came back the next day. So I was it was like, for you. It was. I told him he can't touch the blender ever again. I'm trying to think, what the fuck did he have that made him panic? Maybe veal bones in the oven. Something stupid that could have waited for him to like turn it off first. Right. So quick, t- quick tales, hard stories, man. Yeah, it ain't all guts and glory. It ain't all rainbows and sunshine. Not at all. So, part two. Before we begin, uh-huh. if you didn't listen to part one of Kitchen Etiquette and Chef's Golden Rules, turn this off. Go, go back, over yeah, to yeah. Go, go go over to Spotify. Or wherever you want to listen to it, listen to Chef's Golden Rules and Kitchen Etiquette Part 1. Come back, turn this back on, and then continue. Okay. Golden Rule. Yes, chef. No, chef. Heard, chef. What about right away, chef? Yes. That goes into yes. That's fine. You will save yourself... A tremendous amount of headaches if you just learn those three phrases. When you get to a point when you're up there, exec, exec, Sue, we don't want to hear your opinion. We don't. Just do what I told you to do because you don't. But sometimes it's warranted. But but most chefs will never admit to it. It depends on who it's coming from, and we know if it's valid or not. No, that's what I mean. So. You 
if I tell you to do like A, B, and C, and you tell me how C, B, and A is way better, what have you done to afford an opinion? And I know that's a very pompous and shitty thing. No, what? It is. But when you spend as much blood, sweat, and tears in this shit, it's like, bro. I think it. I think it correlates to anybody though, in any position of power that they've earned and worked for. Yeah, I think that attitude is just universal. It's just a. It's a more than anything is a respect thing. It's a respect thing. But with the chef shit, this shit is like on a whole different plateau. What you mean? Like, say for example, you're an executive chef of a three star Michelin three star Michelin restaurant. Mm-hmm. I am the COO of a Fortune 500 insurance company. Okay. You're the guy. I'm the guy. The the respect that you speak about should be adhered to both of us across the board, but with you... Your respect level is just a little bit different because I don't have the insanity on a day-to-day that you could have. So it's like, I've earned it, but he's earned it and then some. We got to stop calling it insanity. It's not really insanity. It's passion. It's just it's just how passionate are you? And it, on the outside looking in, it looks insane, but... You could say that if you saw a COO's daily routine, you'd be like, what the fuck? Well, I, I use the word insanity loosely, and I, I can tell you it's not yeah, the yeah, I know, I know, I know to use it. But the way that these shows and these movies spin it and make it seem like it's this way all the time, even though we both 10%. know it's not. It's like, no, mm-hmm. it's like 15%. 15% it's like, of people are like that. It's like, okay, you know what? Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus Christ, like, what's going on? But I think when you're in it, it's like, bro, like, relax. Like, take a walk over there, find your balls, put them back on, (laughs) and then come talk to me. But see, I'll say this. It's different. Okay, I'll put it to you like this. It's different because I have to turn up a little bit. Right. Because. Oh, yeah, of course. I've I haven't there I haven't even met a handful of me. Bro. Now, luckily for us, we're definitely around. We're we, spread out. We did our black go back and listen to our black excellence episode where we discussed the the only four Michelin star chefs that are black. Yeah, and they they have Michelin stars and cuisines and areas that are not that are not traditional like the the woman. Japanese, Japanese inspired food, yeah. in Chicago. So it's like four out of how many years the Michelin rating been? You have to be a certain way. And, and suffice to say, can't take no shit. No, you can't. But we also have to ask ourselves the question, how many of us want to attain Michelin star status? True, because a lot of people see all of what goes into it, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, I ain't worth it. I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not dealing with that. To get one Michelin star, you know, and again, it goes back to to burnt excellent analogies throughout the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Main man, the young chef, he said, to get one Michelin star, you you got to be damn near Luke Skywalker. Oh. <laughs> And then he said to get three Michelin stars, you're basically Yoda. Mm-hmm. And that's when Shorty said, but what if he's Darth Vader? And and that, she was on to something. Yo, listen, it is a certain level of dedication you kind of have to have. You, ha- you no, have not, to not eat, kinda. sleep. You have to. You have to eat, sleep, and breathe it. I can, I can say this. I didn't even think it was a thing. What? Michelin stars. Like when I was first starting out, right. I was just chasing being good. What if my I could just imagine how crazy I would have went trying to be a Michelin star chef from when I started for my first eight years. So you want to hear something crazy? What's up? So I got let go from the nursing home in fifteen. I 
rest of the year, I chilled, did the unemployment thing. Mm -hmm. I, during that time, um, the babe came across this culinary program that I signed up for. And in that program, it taught you, you know, basic, you know, knife skills, cooking skills, Mm -hmm. management skills. You take the test to get a surf safe certified, all that. Mm -hmm. Me. They need more of those, by the way. Oh, a lot more. Me coming and it was like it was free. Oh shit. Me coming from where I had just come from, I had my surf safe. I was already certified. Mm-hmm. I had management skills already. What I needed was the culinary side. Right. So this is 2015 going into 2016. When I was in that program, mm-hmm. that was the very first time that I've ever heard of the James Beard Award mm-hmm. in my entire life. Can you explain what it's for? Well, I can't. I'm going to spitball because mm-hmm. I haven't spoken about the James Beard Award in quite some time. Mm-hmm. But just if I had to give you a Cliff Notes explanation of what the James Beard Award is, the James Beard Award means you're the shit. Yeah, it's, it's basically it's, it's reserved for it's, the top it's, chefs it's, in the pre- world. It's prestigious, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it means that you have put in the work tenfold. Your culinary background, the way you the way you cook, the way you run your establishment, the way you go about doing the job on a day to day basis, breathes and speaks pure excellence. Mm-hmm. The James Beard Award for an individual is equivalent to a Michelin star for a restaurant. There are some people that won James Beards but don't have Michelins. Do you know that? Yeah. So it's like... There's restaurants... There's a woman here. A woman say, here won one last year. In Philadelphia? Mm-hmm. I believe... What is it? Portuguese? I believe it was Portuguese. Okay. Um, The restaurant. I mean, shit, it's Michelin star restaurants that don't have James Beard Award winning chefs working there. You don't need them, though. No, you don't. But see, that's what that's what we got to get back on top of. But that's what I appreciate about this. Like, you don't need... The accolades don't define who you are as a chef. Right. I, like, I've been... I've ran into this. This is funny. So, if they can't afford you in this business, they tell you you don't have enough experience in a specific wherever it is which to save face mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i heard that the other day i was like what <laughs> i laughed i was like okay right but it's whatever yeah sorry so what you so so what else you got for us yeah. Wait a minute, so is is this a chef golden rule both. No, no. I'm, I'm about to say something. Mm-hmm. Is this because it can't be kitchen etiquette, or maybe it can be? I'll let you decide what it is. Okay. Relationships in the kitchen. It's something you just you shouldn't do, but it happens. I won't even call it etiquette or golden rule. It happens. We just watched a movie where it happened. Yeah. So it's you got to think about it. You work in eight from anywhere from eight. My longest day was 19 hours. Damn. Yeah, bro. It's you, it, what the yeah. fuck? Wait, what, you, you came in at 5 in the morning and left at 1 a.m.? No, I came in at 7 and whatever that equals to. Bro, that's like 4 in the morning the next day. Mm-hmm. 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 Passion. But I was... It, but like, in my head, I'm like... I'm going to stay on this clock for as long as I can. It didn't automatically clock you out after a certain time? No. Oh, man. This is... <laughs> Some places don't have time clocks. You had to... No. Oh, write it down. Write it down. Okay. okay. And it's like, because that, that particular kitchen was so small, like, you can't fraud or you can't lie to me and say, I didn't work this many hours. We was both here. Right. Got I took you. a nap under the table. Like, got you. <laughs> so... Um. So yeah, relationships in the kitchen. Like, like if you spend that much amount of time with people, you bound to get to know them. Uh, yeah, I took full advantage of that back in the day. I know you did, and you worked 
less hours. So think about when in in the, in the movie Burnt, this movie is perfect. It's like a perfect movie to me. No, yeah, it is. She literally woke up at five o'clock in the morning and said, I can't sleep. And where was he at? Fucking market waiting for fish. And then they went to go cook said fish. And they only was doing dinner service. So from 5 a.m. to like 4 p.m., they just messing around, being creative. You're yeah. bound to get to know somebody. It's just, it's a dangerous, it's a dangerous thing. Like... It could be bad. Yeah. <laughs> it could be bad. Where, like, one of y'all got to leave the job or, like, both of y'all leave. Like, we we can't be here together anymore at the same time. Mm-hmm. Like, and at that point, it becomes toxic. For sure. And then at that point, it's unfair to all your coworkers because they are going to, unfortunately, get hit with shit because of y'all toxicity. I'm going to say this for Patreon. This is a Patreon exclusive, so head on over to our Patreon at the Food Joint Podcast. I'm going to tell a story over there about the worst case scenario and the bullshit I did. All right. So I can't, wait to hear, I can't wait to hear that. Fam. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. Ridiculous. Um, But yeah, getting, getting back to the kitchen etiquette and golden rules, like um, I know we t- we talked about last episode. Don't touch my knife. Yeah, kitchen etiquette. Do not put knives in the dish pit. Ooh, it is just a disaster waiting to happen. And if God forbid, I'm glad I never went through this. But if you know, there's a silver, there's a bin that's like always soaking utensils and yeah. spoons and all that. If you throw a knife in there and God forbid you got one dishwasher on a busy night and they cut their hand and got to go to the hospital to make sure they to go get a tetanus shot, that will ruin your night because now you're going to have to slide, slide over there to go help and then you got to just rewash everything. So mm-hmm. kitchen etiquette, like wash your own knife. Even if it's not yours and it belongs to the house, wash your own knife. No, yeah, for sure. And that right there is kind of one of those, and I know what you're going to say, it's kind of one of those common sense things, but we all know. Sense ain't common, bro. There we go. At all. Sense is not common. So, no, I get it. So, I think another um, chef golden rule, Mm -hmm. at least for me, is... At the end of the night, mm-hmm. make sure you break your portion of the line down correctly. What do you mean? Because there's been so many nights work at the hotel where me and coworkers would break our portion of the lines down, mm-hmm. wrap everything up, label and date, whatever we got to label and date. For sure. And then put our stuff up, lock the refrigerators, mm-hmm. get out of there. Because we only had to break the line down. Our um our dish crew. Yeah. Well not our dish crew, but our guy at work, I forget the technical term for it, but utility. He cleaned the line. He cleaned the grill, everything. We ain't touched none of that stuff. That's crazy. Yeah. I, well, I got that now, so I kinda get it. But I'm so conditioned, I just do it. Yeah. You know, we ain't have to do that. I didn't have to do that until I got shipped around the corner to the other property. <laughs> the broke property. And I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> I don't do this. I'm above this. And yeah. it was like, you're not <laughs> you're anymore. Not. Welcome back to the project. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I say that because there's been times when I'd be off and I'd come in the next day and then whoever was working on the line the night before did a bullshit job at breaking down and you ever come to work, I know you have. You ever come to work and then you taking your stuff out to set the line up mm-hmm. and it's the it's the peppers with the big ass fucking hole poked in the plastic wrap and they put fresh plastic wrap over top of the plastic wrap with Just the take hole it off. in it instead of taking it off. <laughs> Just take it off. But you- then you got peppers, onions, mushrooms, um, you got red peppers and some other shit, and all of them got the boop. All of them got the hole poked in it. <laughs> like, bro, when 
When I say that shit grinds my gears, it's like, bro, how lazy can we be that we can't take literally a minute? It'll take you 10 seconds No, not per. even in a minute. You already taking the time to put new plastic wrap over it. <laughs> just just take off the old one. <laughs> but you know what? You know what's the worst shit I've ever seen? What? When somebody lines them all up next to each other and just runs plastic wrap over all of it and tries to wrap all of it in together. I've seen it. Well, you got to put it, it the proper way is to put it in a in a hotel pan. Yeah, just, and, I've and then wrap bro, it. I've seen it done, bro. I've seen it done. <laughs> and I'm thinking to myself, how long did it take you to do this? Because it was perfect. Uh, like, bro, like they did the long way, then they came across and then went over the long way again. <laughs> yo, some of the- and I said, yo, somebody's being a dick. Like somebody's playing a joke on somebody. Yeah, don't. Don't leave I it. think I just caught the, like the butt end of the joke. Leave it alone. That's what that means. I think it wasn't meant for me. I think it was meant for somebody else. I just got hit with that straight. Yeah, it, just, it still means the same thing. Leave it alone. <laughs> Bro. Um, this is... You, you could decide what this is. Okay. But maybe it's my golden rule, but I can understand why it's kitchen etiquette. Um, your storerooms... Your refrigerators, all that stuff should look like a grocery store. Go in, pluck what you need, just take it off. Shouldn't be boxes, shouldn't be oh, things. Okay, yeah, okay, like okay, everything okay. should be. Everything should be in, in lined bins up or containers in, where you can see it. Yeah, because got you. Got you. <laughs> so many in so many kitchens, it's just been like. You move something out the way, and you be like, "Damn, how long was that there for?" Yeah, I hate that. So then you you wondering what that smell is, and somebody then instead of FIFO and whatever the mm-hmm. case may be, somebody got the new stuff on top of the old stuff, and now the old stuff at the bottom is moldy and mushy. Oh my goodness! And the bag got all this juice in it, and it's leaking, and it's like, bro, one of the worst smells ever. Yo. Bro, you are not lying. Oh my goodness. And it's just like, just take the extra second. Take the extra second. Like, it's not gonna hurt. It's not gonna hurt. But so, what's gonna hurt is when you crack it open and to see what something is. It's a food related meme. Okay. That I know you can appreciate. I'm okay. about to pull it up for you and I'm gonna show you. And you're gonna say a thousand percent. What does it got to do with? You'll see. In okay. two seconds, bro. Go on. I got you. Uh, let me see. Another kitchen etiquette thing I could honestly think of is um, communicate, communicate, communicate. You you have to over communicate. So much could get lost in translation. Like me and you could be working on the same thing instead of just saying, hey, what are you about to do? Like, all right, I'm about to knock that out. You do something else. Um, checks being missed. Uh Anything could happen. So you have to overly communicate to like stop the worst case scenario from happening. Cause the worst case scenario could like kill an entire day. No, absolutely. Let me see this. When you see the walk-in freezer a fucking mess after you tidied it last you week. You see his face? He, he, bro, listen. Oh, he's devastated. Listen. That's me. Because when we do inventory, mm-hmm. I'm the freezer guy. Mm-hmm. So I relate personally to this. Yo, listen, this is my this is a kitchen etiquette and a golden rule. Anytime I go into a kitchen as a chef, I don't say anything to anybody for the first two weeks. You know what I'm doing those two weeks? Organizing, making inventory sheets, going sheet to shelf. Okay. And then I say, this is how I want my kitchen to remain. If you don't want it to remain that way, then you will not be employed here for much longer. So let's just make that clear. Like Mise and plies. We touched on that last thing, but that's yeah. like across the board. Let's be neat. Let's be organized. Um, so many when we go through inspections, people get dinged on the dumbest stuff. The, the dumbest stuff, and some stuff you really can't avoid. But the things you can avoid, mm-hmm. at least, at least what I've come to understand, if you're showing effort and you're really trying, they'll pass you. It's when you don't care, and they can tell when you don't care. No, yeah, yeah. Yo, listen, this is my this is a little trick and a little like little insider information. 
You want to see how you want to know if somebody really cleaned their kitchen? Open the refrigerator. Any random one. Check the gasket. The little piece that's like. The rubber piece. That, yes. That keeps the door closed. Get a rag and run it down. That lets you know if it's like people really taking care of the kitchen. Non. Let me not go that high. That's a little aggressive. Three out of five times. It's mold on that drum. Okay, I got and you. when the inspectors come in, all they, if they just open one and find it, now they're gonna start looking for everything. I had I was working in the county. <laughs> this motherfucker, I hated him, and he didn't like me, which was cool, but I understood it. He did not want to give me a perfect score. Did not went into the walk in. Got on his hands and knees with a flashlight and just started looking and was like, "Yeah, you got a little piece of mold between the uh, the floor. Oh and my the, goodness! Between the floor and the wall." And I was like, "I looked at my GM. I was like, Yo, what the?'" F-? He was like, "Go home. Take go home. Enjoy the rest of your day, bro." I was like, and then he found three things. He was it was that, it was dust on the fan. And then he saw f- fruit flies in our soda room. But it was like one straggler. I was like, yo. So why do you think he refused? He, he didn't want to give you a perfect score. I'll say that for the Patreon. I All know right. exactly why. For All sure. Right. Anytime I ever had that level of bullshit, I know exactly why. Both times. Oh, right. I got you. One, the, the first time, it could have been... My food and beverage manager didn't want to do what was asked. And we could have avoided that whole thing. It being a big issue. Okay. But we'll say that for the Patreon. All right. But it, the, the, my first one, like, all my F&B manager had to do was talk. And it would have been cool. And the second one, he was just a dick. Like, I got you. He had ulterior motive. Okay. Um. So you got some kitchen out of kit golden rule? Um I would say for kitchen etiquette. Excuse me, I'm sorry. I would say for kitchen etiquette, please don't forget to check your temperatures on the boxes. And I say that because <laughs> I see I would see in my travels and my tenure, uh-huh. I would see the temperature sheets on all the boxes, and it'd be three whole weeks that's missing. Uh-huh. And you know pencil whipping. How <laughs> frustrating it is to take that paper out and then write the temperatures, but then write other people's initials next to all oh, the days that's goodness. missed because it can't be yours. Because it's like, so you was here every day for three weeks straight for Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mm-hmm. This is what you're telling me. You was here. You worked three weeks straight, nonstop. That's what you're telling me. And it's yeah. like, so I had to learn. You got to switch it up. Switch the initials up. And I'm gonna tell you how petty some petty this one inspector was. I'm gonna tell you how petty I am too. But go ahead. He knew it was bullshit. Mm-hmm. He asked my supervisor could he see the schedules to see who was <gasps> on the shift. He hey yo, that's mad aggressive, yo. Mad aggressive. And luckily for me, I had the presence of mind to think about that shit. Like, what if, just what if? Hypothetically, <laughs> you what the if? Schedule? No. I put the initials on the sheet based on the schedule. He see, probably looked at the handwriting to see who was working. My handwriting was super nice. So but, I didn't try to make okay. it like everybody else's, but like he could tell. Like if you're a dick, it's like some one person wrote this. But if they're matching, shut the fuck up. Yo, the if, fact that I took the time to do that, shut the fuck up. Yo, this is what I do. I tell, I'll tell my like Sue's. It depends on how many I got. So I'm most of the time I always had two. <laughs> you responsible for temperatures? <laughs> Of the boxes, and you were responsible for, for temperatures of the actual food, like when it goes out, and they have to be recorded. I won't do it because the pencil whipping thing, I know how to like, I know how to um, 
copy signatures. Okay. Because after the first time I got an inspection and it was like straight down. And he was like, no, you you was here all these days? Same thing. And I was like, man, maybe. <laughs> maybe. Well, this two and a half week block, yeah, that was me. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I was there. But the other times, nah. So, um, <laughs> that's crazy. Ask you for the schedule? Ask for the schedule, yo. Yo, man. Them dims be fighting words. Ask for the schedule. That's petty. What? And the crazy part about it is we never really took our schedules down. We would just post the other one on top of the one from week before, mm-hmm. hit it with the thumbtacks. So, we would have, at any given time, on the bulletin board, we would have like three, four months worth of schedules just up there because we just put the new one on top oh, of the old one. Yeah, yeah, So he ain't have the actual word that was right there. But that's how I was able to do what I did because the schedule was right in front of my face. So I'm just like, all right, he was here. All right, whatever, whatever. Oh, all right, I got you. I got you know what I'm saying? But in the beginning of the month, first week, you on that shit. After the first week, I ain't doing that No, shit. it's it's... Whenever the hard day happens, yeah, you get there. It, it could be three days in or two weeks in. It's that that hard day. You like, man, I got to deal with this later, and then you forget, and you forget, yeah. and then you scrambling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, a golden kitchen etiquette thing. Well, this will save you a lot of time and energy at the end of the night. One person scrubs the tables, the other person. Wipes them down. Don't make sense for y'all to just be scrubbing and scrubbing and cleaning yeah. separately. Like teamwork, golden rule, and kitchen etiquette. Just teamwork, work together. It'll save you a headache. So that's 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 one. Let me think of something else. That's a kitchen etiquette. That's kind of crazy. Hmm. You got anything in mind? No, because between what we. Talked about before and mm-hmm. what we're talking about now, I'm really like shaking the brain bush here at this point. It's some stuff we missing, and you know my bro, I should have wrote them drones down because it was a few. It was quite a few. I mean, it's a, it's always going to be shit you miss, and then you think about it after the fact, and it's like, oh, I, I forgot that one, or forgot that one. Just like perfect example. Not to cut you off, I got one. All Golden right. rule: everything is hot in the kitchen. I don't care if you saw a pan come out of the refrigerator, grab it with a towel. You never know. So many burns or accidents I've seen happen is because I take a saute pan out the oven and somebody be like, oh shit, I need a pan and grab it with their bare hand. Everything, treat everything hot. The only thing that's not hot in the kitchen is your knife. And even then that's a little dangerous. Yeah. Okay. The knife, your one. knife is probably safe, but everything else, your knife and your cutting board, those only two are like safe. I saw somebody, you know the metal spoons? Yeah. It was on the stove, but the handle part was on the front of the stove. So, you know, there's no heat on the front. Yeah. Was it hanging off a little bit or it was just laying it on the was. front? It was. The actual part, the, the spoon part. Was in the burner over the pilot, and nobody knows how long. So that spoon is sculpture. It sucked to his hand. Ooh. So nobody knows how. Like, there's no telling how long that spoon. That was. spoon didn't change color. Mm. What he get? Second, third degree? Uh, second. Damn. He had to like pry it off. He had to get a skin graft, probably. He didn't. Or he should have. <laughs> he should have. He probably bumpy was, Johnson on the hand. Now. It was bad. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was bad. Mm. Kitchen etiquette. Mm-hmm. On your fountain machine, take the spouts off. Take the whole thing apart. Clean them. Every night. Soak them. Make sure you wipe Yes. The area around where the spout's supposed to be. All, the all those fruit flies and all those gnats that sit up there because of the syrup and everything else mm-hmm. from the sodas. If you see one like it's really bad, it will make you never want to drink from that joint again. I don't drink from fountains, yo. Ever. <laughs> I 
that's a matter of fact, that's a that's a life lesson everybody need to know. Just for shits and giggles, next time you go to like a McDonald's or anywhere where they got a fountain drink, just take a napkin and just run it under where the soda comes out. If it come out clear, you good. You're fine. You're good to go. But <laughs> you know who you got see you, something? You know who got some of the cleanest fountain uh, machines? Who? Wawa's. Depending on which one you go to. The one that has the screen with all the different flavors and everything on it. I don't trust that neither. Yes, sir. I don't mean granted. I don't because really I don't soda trust, anymore. Yeah. But when I did, I was heavy fountain soda bowl. Because fa- fountain soda Coke and a bottle Coke taste totally different. Listen, all them sodas coming out of one dispenser. That's off rip. No, no, no. So I get I get you, sure. It it looked convenient. I was like, damn, you, all these sodas come out of this one drawer. I was like, all right. Then it's like, mm-mm. Let me go get go ahead and get this bottle soda. Yeah, I got you. So But um, yeah, clean them spouts. Yes. Kitchen, this is kind of half and half thing too. Just what I learned over from over the years. Wherever there could be sugar, soda, actual sugar, fruit. Um, anything that has like food wise, I got glucose, mm-hmm. hot water, cause it'll save your headache later. Cause yeah. if it's set and it's and it's hard and it gets all like I had one. There was one kitchen I worked in. Mind you, just spotless. We were always getting fruit flies. You're like, why we keep getting fruit flies? You know what it would it turn out to be? We had like this thing, it was like a hole in the floor. Mm-hmm. So if you had soda or anything, you just throw it in a hole. Mm. So it was come they were coming up the drain. Got you. So then for a week I was like, only water allowed in this kitchen. And they were like, Chef, you tripping. You the only one that drink water. So that's not happening. I was like, all right, you're right. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Do something else with it. Or y'all wanna uh rinse the drains every night. I'm firm, but I'm fair. Right. So I'm like, yo, it's spotless in here. Like, you could run your finger under the table spotless. Like, shout out to them. We was on it, on it. Okay. Uh, trying to think. What else? I don't know, man. I know. We fishing right now. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so, I mean, we could jump on, jump on something new. You see all the Emmy nominations for the beer? Yeah, of course. Oh, but it seemed like half the cast got... Nods and the, I'm hurt. Why? Jamie didn't get one. Oh shit. Jamie didn't get one, yo. Yeah, I know you heard about that. I could may, oh may, maybe because this is the only thing I could think of. Maybe because her 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 role was so small. That's the only thing I could think of. Nope. How many episodes was Cicero in? More than Jamie. One more than Jamie. She was in 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 both seasons. I think she was. No, in she what? was only in this season. She was in two episodes. Uncle Sis was in three, but he was also in season one. But it, it, don't it go off of base what you did for that particular not the whole show, but what you did for that year? Uh, yeah, I think Unle- so. I think unless, so. and I should have done my due diligence and figured out what what was the time frame. Cause she might get one next year. Okay. So I, I'm gonna go back and see what's the time frame of like when these nominations came from. But um, now listen, Carmi got one. Richie got one. Sydney got one. Cicero got one. Um, and then somebody else got one. I was like, God damn, that's like all of the important people on the show. Yeah. So shout out to them, man. They made a killing. Listen. So many people be like, yo, you watched it. I get calls now because I don't season one, nobody was really watching it. Right. Season two, yo, it really be like that in there. And the people that know me, they they all you car me, ain't you? <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. What? Do That's that. just funny that they would ask you that. Because if they ask you that, it's people that actually know you personally versus like more of more so like an associate. Mm-hmm. Not or that's like true. a former coworker or some shit like that. Or even they be hearing from here, they be hearing the stories. I mean that too. But I will also 
like to believe that they actually like know you. Like, yeah, but I'm not kitchen me in real life. Me, it's two completely different things. Well, yeah, but you know, you've been doing the kitchen thing for a minute, so yeah, they don't true. know. You don't know until you ask. Close yeah, mouths don't get fed. That's true. So it's I like, just got a call. Out you know, they just they want to know. Like they know you ain't Richie. Sometimes. So, <laughs> and it was like, oh yeah, you probably like, you probably just like him, aren't you? No, I got to like, uh, I got a call yesterday. They're like, yo, just finished the beer. And they were like, I, I messed up. I listened to the review and then I went back and watched it. And I was like, it's cool, man. Like, you know, you got any questions? What was it like in New York? It's <laughs> like, hell, New York was lit. Right. But it's like. Okay, explain, like, not elaborate. elaborate. Don't just say it was lit. It was like, yeah, I'm working till from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m., but I live live around the corner from Times Square. And I was walking everywhere. So it was like, yeah, it's an adventure every night. Right. So. Excuse me. Matter of fact, let's bring something old back. What? What you eat this week? You gonna do that out of nowhere and just yeah, put me yeah, on yeah. glass? We'll do what you eat, close out, and All then right. go to uh, motivational. Um. So I was at a family reunion yesterday. As a matter of fact, for mm-hmm. um, for my wife's side of the family, and the option was well, I don't care what the other options were. <laughs> my option was. Roasted potatoes, vegetable medley, broiled salmon, and a crab cake. And then, okay. they, you know, they dropped dinner rolls on the table. They dropped um, salads on the table. We had cake for dessert, all that. Because it wasn't a traditional family reunion like you have it in the park. Mm-hmm. We, ha- we had it at um, a diner on the boulevard. Um, I don't go up that far, bro. I but know. I think I know what you're But they about. got like an event space in the back where you can rent it out, whatever, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. So mm-hmm. it was cool. Um, my food was good. Crab cake was good. Um, salmon was good. The only thing I wish they would have did differently is either glazed it or just put some type of sauce on the, on the salmon or on the side because it was a little dry. Yo, <laughs> go to rule, right? But this is like earlier. I don't believe in this thing anymore. But it was it was funny as shit hearing it back then. I had a chef tell me, "Yo, if you need sauce, they ain't cooking right." That is true. And I was like, "Nah, that's not." And he, the way he broke it down, still your phrase, the way he broke it down so eloquently. He was like, "Why be moist?" He said he was like every. He's like everything has water in it. So, because you fucked it up and you're adding more water to it, you're trying to like hide the fact you you don't know what you're doing. So I was like, "Damn, all right, yeah." Well, whoever was on salmon duty left them Jones in the oven for maybe maybe two minutes too long Mm -hmm. because they still had flavor, but I needed I needed I needed some moisture, a little bit of moisture. moisture. Crab cake was on point. Crab cake was on point. Um, cake afterwards. Cake was delicious. Um, the dinner rolls pissed me off. Because there were so many of us. I guess they were trying to just get everything together mm-hmm. to bring it out. And the dinner rolls were... Some of the dinner rolls were warm on the outside and cold, cold on the inside. inside. Oh, my God. The cheap thing is with that, y'all just... In the warmer, as soon as you get there, right, they'll hold. Right, they'll probably be better four four hours later because they nice you and can, soft. You could just the butter just melt as soon as you so touch like it. Like the family reunion started at one o'clock, and it was from one to seven. We didn't start eating until about three thirty. Mm-hmm. You can tell they had pulled all the dinner rolls out of the walk and probably at like two thirty. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. Don't even put them on table. And some of them Johns was spot on. Butter melt, all that. And some of them Johns is like Yeah, the ones on the top on the I can on hum the top. that John at you and give you a concussion. <laughs> all the Johns on the top was like nice and mm-hmm. soft. Golden, yep. So that's what I eat. I got you. Um conch soup, man. What's that? Um 
conch is like the meat that's in a shell. Okay. Like you get the the humongous seashells you see at the beach. Yeah. The meat inside that's a conch. Okay. Um, okay. It's so they, it's so hard to find it though because first off trying to crack one of them open a task mallet and okay. then you need some type of like I've done it with a screwdriver because you gotta you gotta get the call it what it is you gotta get the snail out okay so it was delish man it was and, delish and what, where do you get the meat out of again? Like a seashell. Like an actual seashell. Yes. There's there's like the seashells are just laying on the beach. Yeah, the big ones. Okay. I mean, maybe I'm sure there's meat in the little ones too. Like clams. You figure clams, those are things you just see on the beach, just meat in the Okay, okay. Um but conch is just like a hard thing to find. But I saw it and I was like, Oh yeah, well, I know what I'm eating. I got you. Delish. It had like a little it was spicy and it had a little sweetness to it. Okay. So it was perfect. You never heard of conch fritters? Oh, okay. Same thing. I got you. So instead of like, I had in the soup, you could fry them. Anything you could do with clams, you could do with conch. The only thing is the 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 texture of the meat is tough. Okay. Like, like chewy. If you a whole, if you if you cut it down, you you cooking that thing for like four hours. What? Yeah, yo. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, I know. I could tell they like put it in a pressure cooker because like it had like a little like boil taste to it. Okay, but you kind of have to if you're trying to save time. I got you. All right, I'm looking to that. Yeah, yeah. If you could, if you could find it, you go to like like a um like a Wegmans, Wegmans sure, uh, but like Asian markets, like Spanish markets. Okay, okay. Places that's like closer to water, so you can I got they'll you. probably have it. Um, so what you got for motivational? And we can get up, get on up out of here. So for motivational this week, I got just like you said earlier. Actually, and we say this we say this every week on the show. Do your due diligence. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no matter what you're doing it for, do your due diligence first. Mm-hmm. Don't be the guy or the gal to jump out the window because you think you know. And you're talking out your ass and you have no idea. All right. And you can apply that to every part of your life. Do your due diligence. Simple. Simple, sweet, and short. I got you. Three bro. S's. Yeah. Mine, simple, short, to the point. Never forget to give yourself grace. All right. Never forget. You're allowed to like. Pat yourself on the back. Or give yourself time to like get it together. Like, yeah, it there's goes, no time it goes, limit on that. It's no time limit on that. So, give you allow you know, you're allowed to give yourself grace, and however long that take is, how long it take is when you feel like you don't need to give yourself grace anymore. Right. So, a good show, man. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely, right, let's close it out, man. Um, once again, I'm one of your host, Mills. I'm your guy, P. You guys have a successful week, productive week. An inspired week. A patient week. Safe week. All those things. Yep. Yeah. So So until next week, we're you guys, but we're out of here. Peace. Love, peace, and chill.